Hey, fellow bass fishermen, uh, Pond Junkie podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in to our very first Pond Junkie episode. Uh, got up early this morning. Uh, I would say early. I actually wanted to get up earlier. Uh, I didn't. But anyway, got up to the lake about 8 o'clock. Uh, hit, the, hit the pond. Uh, started throwing a topwater frog. I was really excited to catch my first fish. Cause at that time, after I caught my first fish, I was going to hop right on, start the podcast from my boat while I was fishing. Um, oh, you guys can hear me fish and podcast. Same time, we could talk about the features of our new website, pondjunkie.com. Um, but, oh, well, I didn't, I mean, I sp- it's 11.45. I didn't catch anything. I didn't catch one single fish. Um, I had one blow up on the top water early this morning. I missed him. Oh, well. And then nothing for the rest of the day, for the rest of the morning anyway. I couldn't catch anything. But that's, you know, it is what it is. It's a little frustrating. It's been a while. Uh, I can't remember the last time I went out to a pond and got 100% skunked. Like, I didn't even catch a baby, a baby bass, you know. Usually I can, you know, I got kind of desperate. I threw on, you know, just a crankbait and thought, man, maybe I'll catch a crappie or a baby bass or something, you know, nothing, but oh well. So, kind of wondering, you know, as I'm out there fishing, I'm like, what's going on here? There's got to be fish in this lake. I've heard of other people fishing this little pond. It's about a 40, 45 acre pond. I've heard other people fishing it, saying, hey, yeah, I'm really good fishing in there. As I got up this morning, it's cooled off, like, man, I'm going to go. We're gonna go catch some fish. It's gonna. I'm gonna get some pictures. I'm gonna, uh, you know, get content, <laughs> and you know, just have fun doing it. Get, doing my podcast, taking pictures, you know, catching bass, whatever. But no, nothing. But there's a couple reasons why I think that the bass are extremely slow on that lake. Um, there's a cold front come through. It's middle of August, middle late August, August 20th, I think. Um, and it's supposed to be hot, cold front come through, I mean, it's noon-ish now, 11.45, and, uh, it's cooling off, I mean, it's, it's 65 degrees, that's crazy for Nebraska in August, crazy, but anyway, so, so it's cool, cold front come through, I think it surprised the bass, bass are just, Kind of suspended and waiting to see what's going to happen. I don't know how this works. I'm not a biologist. But just too cooled off too fast for the bass. Like, I know they like cold weather. I know they like cool cool uh, water. But I just, I, something's going on. I thought they're going to, I thought I was going to have a heyday this morning. And, um, yeah, I could have probably went to my low. The other, other thing is, is I don't know this pond. I have never fished it before. So I don't know the contours of the lake. I don't know where the cover's at, the underwater cover. I don't know the secondary points. Um, and I don't have a fish finder on my little pond boat. And that's not because I don't want a fish finder. Um, though, I don't know, I'm kind of partial to the fact that, yeah, I caught all these fish. I don't even have a fish finder. What's your fish finder doing for you? No, a fish finder's a great tool. Um, and I don't have one on my boat because I just... Partially because I haven't got around to putting one on there. Uh, the other thing is, is I've got a wedding to pay for coming up or help pay for. And uh, my fiance would probably literally kill me if I decided to buy a fish finder for my boat right now. Um, so 
I haven't bought one and put one in there. Uh, another reason is um, just can't. I mean, that's so tough. Like I'm still reviewing and learning about all the different models. Uh, I want a decent one. I want one that I can maybe put on a kayak because that's that's a future investment I have in mind. Um, so. One I looked at that I really kind of like but don't like at the same time is called Deeper. Um, it's a ball. From what I can understand, I looked at it, it's a ball that you cast out with your line or on a separate line, and you got you got fish finder out there. So if you're bank fishing, bring two rods. Bring your, your buddy rod or your not-as-good-as-the-ones-you-really-use rod and tie it on, cast it out there, and then a Bluetooth to your phone or wi or Wi-Fi to your phone, I don't know, but anyway, so then you can use your phone as your fish finder, and that the little ball on the end called Deeper, it's it's transducers, all it is. Anyway, that sounds really cool because they make an arm bracket, so I could put it on my John boat, use my phone, I could put it on my uh, kayak and use my phone or tablet. I could take it bank fishing, which I don't do a lot of. I'm not a huge fan of the bank fishing scene. Um, partially, I don't know. It's just different. I just enjoy being out on a boat. If I'm not out on a boat, um, I don't know. I've just always had significantly better luck on a boat. I've seen guys stand on the bank and outfish me. I'm in my boat. They're outfishing me. It's frustrating. But Anyway, I could switch this thing around from boat to boat. I could use a bank fishing. You can switch it to a different mode for ice fishing, which I don't completely understand the whole ice fishing thing. Uh, something I'd really like to get into. Um, so if you are anywhere near Nebraska and know a place or somebody who loves ice fish, knows what they're doing, somebody I can learn a lot from, let me know, and I will check them out. But anyway, so this deeper... Uh, this deeper fish finder just seems like the perfect deal. The only problem is I really hate having my phone and tablet out somewhere I could see it where water's getting splashed around and where, you know, it might get dropped or fall in the water or what have you. I'm thinking about getting a life-proof case for my iPad and then getting some sort of tether so if it does fall in the water, I can just pull it back in. Um... Or maybe, you know, going and buying a, a cheap tablet that I don't care that much about that didn't cost me a fortune. Um, the only problem with that is, is are they going to be responsive? Is it going to have trouble opening the apps? Like, I've seen people mess with them cheap tablets before, and they're, there's a reason they're cheap, but oh well. But anyway, so that's one thing I'm looking into for a fish finder. Um Kind of got off track here. But let's get around to uh, the website, pondjunkie.com. If you get on there, first thing you're going to notice, there's articles. I'm going to try to write articles bi-weekly or twice a week um, based on, I mean, just articles about my experience, things that come to mind, baits that I love, um, advice for new anglers, advice for semi-seasoned anglers, um, other things like that. I'm going to do some tackle reviews and other things, but um, first of all, tackle reviews. Um, I've, I buy all kinds of different tackle. I have good luck with some things, bad luck with others, but eventually I can usually make most things I try work. 
Um, they usually don't make it to market if they absolutely don't work. Obviously, there's different years and conditions that are better for one type or the other. But um, I'm going to do some tackle reviews. My tackle reviews are going to be different than what you read from the professional anglers and the big-time websites that do all kinds of advice and tackle reviews. Your, your tackle reviews are going to be coming from somebody who is not a professional fisherman. I know that getting your advice from Mike Iconelli, who I love, and, you know, uh, Aaron Martins or, you know, any of them guys, is they're, they're professional fishermen. They ha they're using this tackle with... $500 rod and reels or better, and they have a different rod and reel for each different type of tackle. Now, I have two. I have a baitcaster combo. I have two that I use most of the time, and they're both baitcasters. One is with an Abu Garcia Veritas rod, okay, and it's a medium action, uh, medium or medium heavy. I think it's medium, um, and it's, that's my crankbait rod and reel. I love that thing for crankbaits. It's got great action on the crankbaits. I love it for frog and moves the frog around really well. Um, and it's pretty versatile that way. My other rod and reel is another baitcaster. And it's got a Cabela's IM8 rod. And it's a, it's a sensitive tip, fast action with a medium. This one's medium heavy, I believe. And it's just a great flipping, pitching, uh, jigs, um, Texas rigs, wacky rigs, um, any soft baits, it really does well with. I've had no complaints. Um, every once in a while, I have a third rod, and it's my spinning rod. I love to use, uh, like, Mr. Twi uh, jig heads with a Mr. Twister grub on it. Uh, it really casts them well. It's easy to use. Um, or if... You know, we're just up there hammering fish, and all you got to do is throw a spinner in the rod, and it's just cast and reel, cast and reel, cast and reel. Then I like to get my spinning rod out. Just It's simpler than dealing with the bait caster sometimes, and uh, that's when I'll get that rod out. Usually I use a spinner rod for a buddy reel. Um, somebody who doesn't, you know, know how to use a bait caster, it's just a lot easier to give them the spinning rod and reel. Get them, you know, it's pretty. This one will run just about any bait just fine. It's just a... Uh, I can't remember. It's an Abu Garcia spinning reel, and then it's got a Halo rod. I found that rod at Walmart. Uh, normally, fifty bucks on sale for fifteen. They were, I think, they're uh, discontinued or something. But um, I just want to talk about. I mean, so that's what I use for my rod and reel. But anyway, my reviews um, aren't your professional fisherman reviews. So I'm going to take tackle. That, and I got a, a decent knowledge, but I'm not perfect. I'm gonna, it's gonna, I'm gonna teach you about my learning curve. One way I tried to use it. Now I'm not just gonna go straight to. This is how I use this. This is how I action this soft bait, or this is, you know, the kind of cover I throwing it in. This is how I got it around. Gonna, we're gonna go through it step by step. This is what I did. Didn't work for a while. And then I tried this cadence, uh, flipping the rod, and that really worked well. And you know, take it in maybe three or four different things, let you know which ones worked, which ones didn't, which ones worked better than the others, what time of day they worked, because that's all important. I always read those articles, and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go out. And I go out and I try it, and it doesn't work. And then every once in a while, I just do it just a little different, and it starts working better. And that's, that's huge. Um, 
And then, you know, it'll stop working, and it's a different time of the day, so I try to go back to where I started when I read that article. I go back to what the article said to do with that bait, and that's where I start. And then, you know, sometimes what the article said to do will work at this time of the day, what I've learned, what other things I've tried with it works at this time of the day. Um, so I just want to, I mean, I'm going to try to do super in-depth reviews. Um, so if you've got tackle of some sort, uh, whether it's a soft bait or a crankbait or what have you, and you can't figure out how to make it work, or you just want to hear a review on what I think of it, um, email me at pond, pond, P-O-N-D, junkie, at pondjunkie1 at gmail.com, P-O-N-D-J-U-N-K-I-E, one, the number one, at gmail.com. And just let me know what you got. I'll get you an address. You can send it to that, and I will review it. And if you've got a break, don't send me your whole bag of soft plastic. Send me three or four. Put them in a separate baggie. Um, you can mail that with a stamped envelope for, like, whatever the stamp costs. And you know what? And I'll send it back to you. If I, you know, if I only use one, whatever I got left over, I'll send back to you. If you've got a crank bait or a hard bait, or, you know, something like that, you know, those can get up there $10 uh, more easily, but um, on average about $8, $10. If you got one of those, you want to send it to me, um, I'll just use it. I'll put new hooks on it. If I lose it or break it, I'll send you a new one. But send me one of them, and I'll send it back when I'm done with it. I don't need to keep it. I just want to try it. I want to see what works, what doesn't work, and I want to tell you guys about it. So whatever you find, let me know. Email me. And I'll try it out. Um, but other things on Pond Junkie is we're going to try to do some instructional videos. Uh, we're going to get out on the lake. I'm going to find a good angle where you guys can watch me fish. And we're going to go over some real basics. This is more for you like I like to fish, but I've never really done the bass fishing things. Always went with my dad. We had worms and a hook and a bobber. Okay, that's great. But, like, let's talk about, like, really catching some more fun fish, learn different ways to fish. Come out, watch some of these videos. Um, you got questions, anybody can email me if they have questions. If you have criticism, fine, email me. I probably won't read it, but whatever you want to do, email me. And you know, I just said my email, pondjunkie1 at gmail.com. You can find that email at pondjunkie.com. You can check me out on YouTube. You can check me out on Twitter, Facebook, Central Hub. You can find everything on the website. Get there and check it out like it's not perfect yet I'm still putting it together uh, but it's clean you can use just about every feature on there there's some pages that don't do anything because I haven't put any content on them yet but it's coming um, so check it out let me know what you think if you've got some gear you want reviewed great send it to me I will send it back um, I mean that's really all guys I mean I just appreciate you checking me out and listening to my podcast um, which future episodes will be posted at pondjunkie.com. You can find them there. Um, we're going to do some videos. They're also there. Um, we're going to do some fishing videos where maybe it's not advice. It's just me fishing. Um, that's another feature actually I want to talk about real quick is Adventures with Pond Junkie. That's just going to be me. You guys are just going to, I mean, if you want to, if you don't, nobody watches it, fine. I'm still going to do it because it's fun. But it's just going to, we're going to go on adventures. I'm going to let you guys be in the boat with me, either via podcast, video, articles, uh, 
pictures. I mean, it's all going to be there under a tab called Adventures with Pond Junkie. And you can follow me on my adventures, be in the boat with me, watch me catch the fish, see what I'm doing, learn about some different places to fish in a small boat, because we can't all afford them big bass boats. God knows I'd love one. But uh, whether we're kayak fishing or I got my little John boat, uh, we're gonna go. We're just gonna go on adventures in October. There's a big one coming up where we're gonna go up to these refuge lakes in Valentine, Nebraska. And I mean, they're not very deep lakes. They're real. They're full of vegetation and reeds. Uh, very, they're kind of difficult to navigate. Uh, right now it's the summertime. I'm not even gonna try because it's just full of that real matted mossy vegetation. But here in October it'll start to recede, and the uh, northern pike bite's gonna be crazy. Yeah, uh, we went up there in April or it's earlier this year, and I, I mean, we just hammered them, caught more fish than I can, I mean, more fish than I counted by far. But I mean, we just had a blast, just hammering them large or largemouth, the northern pike up there. So we're gonna try it again in October. Uh, I'm gonna take some buddies with me who uh, are very inexperienced fishermen. I want to see how that goes. Um, that's gonna be a real. Um, insight to what needs to happen for people who aren't fishing or like to fish but don't really fish much. Um, they maybe know how to use a rod and reel. And that's about the extent. They don't know what the different baits are. They don't know what bait catches what and when or how. And we're going to go up there. We're going to go catch some more of the pike. There's a lot of bass up there. We're going to try to spend at least a day just bass fishing for you guys who are like, I don't care about the northern pike. I just want to hear about your bass fishing experiences. But we're going to do all that. I'm going to have some buddies. It's going to be a good time. So there will be a huge section when that comes up because we're going to we're going to have pictures. We're going to have, I'm going to have probably more than one article about different things on that. Uh, I'd love to take some video of us catching some of them bigger northerns. And uh, maybe just a few of us catching some of the – I mean, you think northern – everybody thinks the northern is a big fish. But every once in a while, they're just these little guys. And they're just – it's kind of funny. But – um, so look for that. That's uh, going to happen the uh, somewhere in the middle of October, early mid October, or uh, yeah. So like I think first or second weekend. Um, and so that'll be fun. And I really don't have much else. Go to pondjunkie.com. Check us out. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com/pondjunkie or Twitter. Um, I think the Twitter handle is at pondjunkie. It's really simple. P O N D. J-U-N-K-I-E, for anybody that's wondering. Uh, I tried to tell somebody about the website earlier, and they were like, pond, like P-A-W-N-E-D. No, not like pond, like you pond something. It's not like pond stars. We're talking about fishing. It's pond junkie, P-O-N-D-J-U-N-K-I-E. Check it out. Um, let me know what you guys think. Email me. Uh, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, whatever you got to do. Uh, thanks for checking me out.